1: All right, here we go, Sean. Time. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL
0: Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky.
1: Well, we opened the podcast by saying very early this morning I thought about Chris Shime in the shower. Chris, how, how are you doing, buddy? Uh,
0: I am wonderful, Mutt. Today was a great day. I had a wonderful start to my day. That's for damn sure.
1: Yeah, I missed the podcast yesterday. Shime admitted that some of these late hockey games he bets on, he bets and sets it and forgets it, goes to bed, and doesn't look at it until the next morning. Okay. And then in, in the shower is either in a good mood or just sulks <laughs> in a shower before having to go to work for 5 a.m. Uh, to produce the morning show at WEEI. And today was good, 3-0. Yeah, Prince I mean,
0: pucks. last night was excellent. Absolutely excellent. Uh, you know, Oilers covered, no problem. They're just the better team. And then Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl had three assists. McDavid had two. Like, that was an easy cover. Uh, I mean, I, that's just a – It's I, They scored a goal before I even went to bed last night. The uh, they Oilers had already scored a goal. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins Hopkins scored twenty seconds into the game. So they scored
1: the first minute of the game. Yeah, it was a wild game. Mike Smith gave let up that like eighty eighty foot goal yep. uh, off the boards. It was it was wild. There was I so you said it was easy. It was three three at one point. I was a little concerned, but I guess they got the coverage. Well, easy yeah, like I wasn't I wasn't
0: watching when it was three three. So for me, it was easy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. Uh, all right, so we'll we'll get – you have more hockey picks for tonight. These teams play back-to-back again. I yes. love
0: this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is awesome. I got way more hockey picks tonight, so we're good to go. Oh, wait, no, no back-to-back uh, tonight. There's no – uh No, Edmonton, no Calgary. That's uh, Thursday.
1: Okay. Only one my game tonight. I update my schedule here. Okay. All right, we got to do some hockey we'll get to, uh, but we'll start with the basketball, which yep. like I, I, I fully admit I'm a little bit frozen here because I think the injuries are significant on both sides, and so to sit here and tell you – 11:45 this morning uh you know how how I'm leaning into this heavily uh, I really can't do. Uh, I will tell you that the, the money's coming in on the Celtics folks they open at a one point favorite. it is one and a half or two in most places I see it at Miami plus two and a half uh, the betting has come in on the Celtics minus the, the one and a half the Celtics money has come in on the money line 68% of the bets but over 70% of the money on the money line there's some sharp action on the under. Uh, questionable, our guys across the board, smart, Robert Williams. Four of the five Miami Heat starters popped up as questionable yesterday. Uh, I have no idea what the hell's going on there. That's bolstering gamesmanship, or really there's a chance that these guys might miss because they looked really banged up at the end of that game. Tyler Hero didn't play. He's going to try to play. I'm already in on Celtics' money line uh, and the over of 99.5 points, and I feel comfortable about that. I, I think I'm going to jump back in today, Shine, but I'm looking for your guidance given that, to me, The injuries are significant on both sides of the ball in terms of betting and the spread for game five tonight.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am heavily, I I am all in on the Celtics tonight. I am Celtics minus two. That's fine. I'll lay the two points. I don't need the money line. Uh, I think the Celtics are going to win this one. I, um, I feel confident in that they're not going to Jekyll and Hyde it once again, where they come off a big game with a flat performance of any kind. uh, I think they're going to show up. Um, I I think you've heard Ime Odoka be preaching that all week. Um and and just be like we need to be consistent every game in and game out and not just respond off losses but respond off wins as well and so I am in on Celtics minus two tonight I also love the over two oh four I think that's an overreaction to the last game the first three games all cleared to uh the two oh eight total. Uh, and so now all of a sudden it's down to 204 just because of one low scoring game where the heat couldn't hit a shot to save their lives i, I don't think that's going to happen again especially on their home floor so i am over 204 i'm over 101 and a half for the miami heat team total uh, and i'm la- i'm on the celtics lane too
1: all right so through the injuries real quick so which which of the injuries for your betting for your betting purposes sean mm-hmm. and you'll have the ability to to make moves later if we're talking about it now we don't yep. know for your bets, which would be Celtics minus two in the over, what to you would be significant injuries that w- w- would any injuries change it, it, guys in or out or out specifically change what you're thinking about tonight's game? We get word at six o'clock tonight because people won't have your updates then. So let's say they're listening to it at that point. Any injuries that would affect your bets for tonight's no,
0: game? No, so, uh, Ultimately, the only injuries would affect is props, right? I think the Robert Williams injury to me is the most glaring one. If Williams is yep. out, I'm looking at every Bam Adebayo prop I can find because that seems to be the clear connect is no Robert Williams means success for Bam Adebayo. And so if there's no Robert Williams, I'll immediately look at Bam props. But if Robert Williams is playing, I'm staying away from Bam uh, and because Williams has been – excellent and in my opinion is more important than marcus smart in this game i think
1: in this series yeah i think long term marcus smart's more important i I think for this series robert i think if
0: you're looking at you know if you're looking ahead to the 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 NBA finals and you're facing Golden State yeah you you need Marcus Smart but in this series specifically Robert Williams is far more important and so tonight if Marcus Smart is out and Robert Williams plays even limited minutes like he did in game four I'm cool with that that works for me if both Williams and Smart are out I may stay away from Celtics minus two and just play the total um, just because I think there will be points scored on both sides. I don't think either team will come out flat, but I also don't necessarily trust uh, the Celtics to shut down Bam and him not have a repeat of Game 3.
1: So I don't have the same confidence that you do, uh, but I totally get what you're saying. I'm going to leave a bit, uh, because I'm already in on the Celtics, and, and I have some leeway here. I bet the Celtics after Game yep. 1, so I'm in on the series price already. I'm already in on the money line and over 99.5 parlay, so I, I'm not going to be you know, dumping on this game tonight for sure. Prop-wise, you bring up a great point. And again, I want people to keep an eye on the Robert Williams injury specifically. Yep. If he plays anywhere near 20, 25 minutes, that's a guaranteed six to eight rebounds for Robert Williams. Yes. So if he doesn't play tonight, a Jalen Brown over rebounds prop is gold, Ooh, I think. okay, yeah. Out uh, six and a half right now is the number Blade. lane, minus 20, or minus 120. I would love Jalen Brown's rebounding prop because he's healthy He's gonna play the entire game. Robert Williams, even if I guess from my my, my perspective, Shaim, Williams is out. I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer Jalen Brown six and a half rebounds. I still may play it anyway, because he's the healthy rebounding guy. He's not hurt. He's gonna play a lot even if Williams is limited. And I and I I could see him having double digit rebounds easily in this game. Al Horford's numbers eight and a half. It's probably a little bit, a little bit high for my blood. He's averaging 10 rebounds a game in this series, but eight and a half is a little bit high for me. So of the props that I'd be interested in, with or without Robert Williams, more if he's out. Jalen Brown over six and a half boards tonight. In game yeah,
0: part. I like that. If Robert Williams is out, I'm also going to look at Al Horford. Uh, right now, Al Horford to have ten plus rebounds. If you tie it into like a, a an over total in a same game parlay, is plus one ten. So I I don't hate that leg. Um, or uh, you know, even keep an eye out closer to game time. These aren't out right now while we're looking at them. But if Robert Williams is out. I would even look at a Grant Williams rebound prop if you can find it, um, because anything right around that five-six area, I'm going over all the time, uh, because it's, he's going to get a ton of time on the floor if Robert Williams is out.
1: So yeah, uh, they've they've really limited the amount of props I can look at right now. They must be waiting for injury stuff. Uh, but the one that stands out to me is Jalen Brown, six and a half rebounds. Um, I, I guess there'd be some Derek White stuff and Marcus Smart. Uh, does not play, but they haven't listed it. So for me to, to even, I would look at it if he's out because he's going to play a bunch of minutes. Uh, the, Marcus Smart being out would also probably help. Jalen Brown rebounds. What else are you looking at prop wise for game five? Um,
0: I, I'm going back, going back to the well. Once again, Jason Tatum over 28 and a half. Like it's, Ooh. I think Tatum going to have another big game. We talked about this last time. He came off a bad game in the Milwaukee series and then had three really good games uh, right in a row. And I think that continues again tonight. I think this kid understands the situation was very disappointed in himself in game three, and he's not going to allow that to happen again. So I'm definitely going to go Jason Tatum over 28 and a half points tonight.
1: And the latest we know on the injuries probably won't matter because you may know officially by uh, game time. But I guess Emei met with the media today, said Marcus Smart and Robert Williams are still dealing with soreness. Smart continued swelling both game time decisions. So, yeah, not doesn't sound great. Um no. But again, but again I, I, just, wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't
0: be shocked if they go Robert Williams to play minimal minutes and smarts out again. Like you saw what Derek White can contribute. Is he Marcus Smart? Yep. No, but he's reliable enough defensively. He's he's not a sieve by any means. And uh he can get the ball to the guys who can score the points and do the work.
1: All right. Um anything else stand out to you? And again, monitor injuries, folks. Uh we'll probably know about six forty five tonight, and hopefully you, you live close enough to a state yeah. where you live in a state where you can adjust. Uh, I'm, I'm already on Celtics and the over nine and nine and a half is my big parlay. And again, they're not a sponsor of the show, but should point out that if you're in the New Hampshire area betting on DraftKings, they have some major profit boosts yes. uh, for this stuff. I, I don't know about FanDuel because I'm not on there. I can't legally be on there. Uh, thank you, Massachusetts. But there are a bunch of same game parlay boosts. There's same game parlay insurance at Robert California. Tweet at us and let us know. Uh, I may have to go back there before the show tonight and get some Jalen Brown stuff in, uh, depending on what happens here. But sounds like uh, Jason Tatum for you. And I think we're both saying if Marcus Smart doesn't go, there's some Derek White stuff for tonight. Nice sure. All right. Celtics and Heat game five tonight. Looking forward to recapping it tomorrow. Uh, the Prince of Pucks, folks. Three and oh. One, two, three and oh. He's absolutely crushing it uh, as our hockey insider, not just uh, for here on the podcast, but on the station. Uh, three and zero, and a pretty comfortable three and zero last night. Nice job. Yeah, I mean,
0: Dry Sidle hit right almost right away, like as soon as uh, Edmonton scored two Ugh. goals, and uh, and he ended up getting a third one along the way, and then even McDavid cash. And I told you that one was heavily juiced, but I still liked it. Um, and, and then they they easily covered the one and a half. They ended up winning, inning. What was it, six to three? I, it just yep. I, Edmonton's the better team. I told you the game 1 was a bit of an anomaly. I'll probably ride with Edmonton again tomorrow when it comes down to it uh, on the money line cuz right now they're like plus 125 underdogs uh, just because it's in Calgary. But again, yep. game 1 to me was an anomaly. Um I, I just think Edmonton's the better team.
1: Uh Great job by you. What do we have tonight? Anything? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm going to go uh, Avalanche minus one and a half. Uh, it's, you,
1: you love the ads. Yeah. You called them the best team. You like them to win the cup. This I, year.
0: I told you. Like the, There's only two teams, in my opinion, that can compete with the Tampa Bay Lightning who are now waiting for their opponent in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, and that's Colorado or Edmonton. I, I just think offensively those are the only two teams that can keep up with, with what Tampa Bay does. Unfortunately for them, Tampa Bay is far better defensively, and they have the best goalie in hockey, Andre Vasilevsky's uh, insane. So that's going to be a a big deal. But I think a team like Colorado or Edmonton might be able to overcome that. Colorado, to me, has looked tremendous. There's no Jordan Binnington for the Blues. This is an easy, easy abs puck line pick. Uh, You get it at even money. So I'm going to take the abs minus one and a half tonight.
1: Uh, Red Sox are back at it tonight. Uh, they cashed your team total pretty easily last night. Chris yeah. Shine, I think the team total was three or three and a half, and they scored sixteen. Yeah, out. the the team total
0: was three, uh, and they had sixteen. So that was an e. That was a. I don't have to. I didn't even. I hadn't even had a chance to check the Red Sox game yet. All of a sudden, I pull up my phone, open the ESPN app, and it's ten nothing. I immediately closed the ESPN app and said, I don't need to watch the game at all.
1: So this is one of these things where I think you can do this a couple times a year when your baseball team gets hot. Yep. Just keep hammering the same sort of thing until it loses. The team total is three and a half today. I know Giolito's good, but the Red Sox are freaking locked They're in. Unbelievable. Like I, I, I'm, Trevor Story I, might I, I be the I'm best a,
0: player in baseball right now.
1: He has the best war amongst all the big dime shortstops. Looked at this morning. Correa, Corey Seager, everybody. He is so locked in right now. Um, Kike, right immediately top of the order. When this, when this team really gets going offensively, we saw this last year, Kike's hitting top and of isn't the order. It like JD Jeez. leads
0: the league in uh batting average, hit yep. Devers leads the league in hits, and then Trevor Story is just absolutely raking right now.
1: Bradford has a good story on WEE.com about the vibe of the team. They had big music after the game last night. Like this just it's it's positive vibe central, and it sounds stupid. It it sounds yeah, square. It matters but, in baseball. Like, like it doesn't necessarily no, no, but, matter
0: in other sports. Like it's been a lot of positivity talk from Patriot OTAs, but when it comes to baseball, that stuff matters.
1: Um, yeah, and so they the Red Sox team total is right now on DraftKings three and a half plus 105. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: hammering that.
1: I I, I don't, I could sit here and give you player props and some good batter pitcher stuff, but it's not, it's right in front of you until further notice. And Giolito's good, and the White Sox are good, which is why the, the books are, are laying this number so low. The Red Sox offense is too hot right now. Yep, They're just, I, I to me, it's the play you want to play the over in the game, too. Uh, and hope that Rich Hill. Pitches poorly as it last time out, you can do that. But I think the, for me, a standout play right now until further notice Red Sox team total three and a half. Yeah, I'm totally with you. uh, And now, since we are a golf and horse racing podcast, Sean, (laughs) we were not ending without giving golf. Let's go. We got Ryan Hannibal not joining us today, but uh, was in the Great Standard, New Hampshire already once today, betting some outrights on golf. These are all very big prices. So these are, uh, these are, uh, I'll explain how I played okay. it. I, I played thir- really, it's very. I played 30 bucks worth of golf futures for the week. Okay. Very, very simple for me to do. Uh, the three outrights I played, and I'll give you a quick explanation why. Chris Kirk, I played at 50 to 1. Uh, he is finished, he finished fifth of the PGA championship last week. He's playing really well right now. He's played in this tournament for the last five years, never worse than 69th. So top 70 and four of the five years. Uh, he is 17th, uh, or excuse me, seventh in bogey avoidance on the PGA tour, which you really want to have. He is fourth in uh, you know uh, iron play uh, around the green. So I'm playing him at 50 to one. I'm playing Stewart sink at 130 to one. That's oh, right. Smokes. 130 to one on an outright on Stewart sink, who is like one of these veteran golfers who just really locked in right now that the books never know where to put Stewart sink, but he's had back to back top 10 finishes on the PGA tour. His last three events, 27th, a ninth and a ninth. He's locked in right now. I also played Stewart sink at 10 to one. Ah, uh, to finish top ten in this tournament, and three and a half to one to finish top twenty, okay. and then one more for you here today. Uh, Abraham answer at forty to one. He finished top ten uh, in the PGA Championship. Yeah. He's played well at this event before. Texas golf, you want to keep the ball down. There'll be some wind in the area. These are guys to success in Texas. Uh, Sink is one thirty to one. Like I said, Kirk is fifty to one. Answer is forty to one. Uh, and the only other thing I would point out is uh, Webb Simpson. Is three and a half to one to finish top 10. He's finally healthy and he's played well at this event before. So kind of like a hedge there. So four golf bets outrights on Kirk, Sink, and Answer, a top 10 bet on uh web and a top 10 bet mixed in there on Stewart Sink. All long prices. Uh and if you get one of them top ten or top twenty, you pay for your entire weekend of bet.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm into I'm it. I love it. That sounds fantastic. I'm gonna drive up later today and probably play some myself.
1: Uh, what else are you missing today, Shine? What do we got?
0: Uh, I think that's it. That's everything, right?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm updating Twitter incessantly for for self-injury news. Uh, I'll be doing that all afternoon. So while you're doing that, while you're getting set for Game 5 tonight, 8.45, Shime's favorite time, Ooh. 8.45 tip-off there in Miami. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, uh, Odyssey app, and on Spotify. Huge help to us. Rate and review, Shine, because that is also a huge
0: Yes, help. we want every rating you can give us and every review. We read them all, good, bad, or ugly. Uh, and we appreciate all the feedback that you guys give us, whether it's on the podcast apps themselves or on Twitter.
1: Uh, you will be brightening up early tomorrow morning, breaking down this game. I'll be on this afternoon, 2 to 6, with uh, Christian and Mego, talking all things Celtics and Heat, Game 5. Great stuff, Shine. We'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Thank Can't you. Can't wait. I might see you then.